0: Welcome everybody to True Exact Show. I'm here with Brian, Eric, and Dan, who once again is not in a suit. This has to start to annoy our guest. He dressed twenty
1: one.
0: Like... <laughs> <laughs> he dressed up in suit or some people. We're joined here with our special guest. Bring it back to New Jersey, which we love doing. Uh, just it's a familiar familiarity. Familiarity. Uh, we saw him live perform with uh ren thomas and a few other people a couple months ago so we decided to get him on uh peace paradox musician out of new jersey how you doing man
2: thank you so much for having me i'm really i'm I'm souped about this man It's, it's it's a nice uh it's a nice break from the norm for sure
0: Right, especially with things going on. It's fun to just bullshit, chat it up and uh same type of lingo on the East Coast. We do stuff with a lot of West Coast guys and you know, we say inside jokes and they just look at us like psychopaths sometimes. So it's nice to bring yeah, it mean, back out to the East Coast. What?
2: like like, what is a taylor ham
0: sandwich uh, it's pork roll <laughs> <but whatever>.
2: <laughs> <laughs> see i just started a fight and it's just the beginning <laughs>
0: <laughs> <This interview's> over.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah right get the hell out <laughs> <laughs> all
0: right man so before we get into your music talk about your upbringing uh we touched on it before we started recording a bit so like if you want to go into like how you grew up how you got into music and all that stuff go for it
2: Oh, um, yeah. So, anyway, um, what happened was my parents divorced back in 1991. And my mom moved back with me and my sister from California, and we were raised up in Westfield. And um, I was pretty much stayed in Westfield until I graduated and then afterwards went back to California for school. But when I first started getting into music, I was a teenager and, like, Music, music was always just kind of like a really really big thing for me and i still have memories of like you know going home from mckinley school and like trying to find like the remote and like you know immediately turning on like you know the music video countdown like i was a huge fan of bands like pearl jam nirvana stone temple pilots um allison Chains was huge like jar of flies was like one of my favorite albums and so like i saw like eddie vetter and these guys like you know rocking out on these music videos and you know it just felt like like it was just like that's what i really want to do you know um i like because i could sing and like i can hit a lot of the same notes that you know these guys can hit so like why couldn't i try and do it sometimes so it wasn't until like i want to say high school that I actually gave it a shot and started singing for a couple different bands and I also started writing hip hop like around the same time. So um when I moved out to California, like it was kind of a weird situation because like I had like pretty much spent my entire childhood without my dad and he kind of like stepped in, in the ninth in the ninth inning and I was pumping gas at the time, uh at lose Gulf in Scotch Plains and uh He was like, Hey, do you want to come out here for school? And I'm just like, Well, probably beats the shit out of pumping gas (laughs) (laughs) because, like, I'm here freshly graduated and I have, like, no plan, Mm. you know? So, like, yeah, definitely let me go out there. And then when I got out there, um, it was like, Well, I don't have a band anymore. You know, I'm just one guy and I don't know anybody here or anything else like that. Let me concentrate more on, you know, hip hop lyricism and stuff like that. And that's when, you know, things really kind of elevated for me because I started studying rhyme schemes more. I started, you know, you know, really, really concentrating on like, you know, punchline, you know, associated music and the journey really kind of intensified from there because I met a lot of artists out there Um that, you know, it's like when you look at West coast artists, like, you know, a lot of times you think like, okay, Snoop Dogg, Ice Cube, corrupt you know stuff like that but there's a lot of people out there that like were starting like that were part of like conscious rap even back then and like you know so it was just like i don't know it was like it was like a really really cool type of thing to like you know associate with new and different artists because like i don't know like at that point in time it was just like east coast rap was all about g unit g unit g unit right and, like, you, if you talk to any underground rapper at that point, like, everyone was trying to be Jadakiss.
0: Right.
2: <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's so fair, yeah. Like, you know, it was just, yeah. So it was really cool to, like, be out in California where it's just like, hey, do whatever you want. If it's dope, do whatever you want. So I was just like, okay, let me just concentrate on my craft. So
0: You bring up an interesting know, point, though. You bring up an interesting point because on the East Coast, it's more like, with music, you're kind of putting a box. I feel with hip hop. Um, you kind of and look, artists yeah. do different stuff, but you're kind of like you better bring it hard. Like it's like a more of a like like a boombox yeah. sound.
3: Yeah, right, right.
0: right. So like in the West Coast, it seems like they're more free. You get a bunch of different vibes. You get a bunch of different like like melodies where you could kind of just do like um like, like a, a rhythmic flow, and it 's kind of like maybe it 's the atmosphere everyone 's happy out there because there 's nice weather, and here everyone 's miserable <laughs> so, so what, what, well I mean yeah, go on.
2: yes or no i w- I would say yes or no, because the thing is like everybody has like you know the the struggles are always you know going to be similar because like you know you could talk you could talk to somebody from Inglewood. Or whatever, or from Compton, and be like, oh, you must be happy because it's sunny out. It's like, no, dude, I'm broke just like you. I'm right. trying to make some sense out of life. Like, yo, know, fuck the palm trees. Where's my money? You know what I mean? So, you know, it, like, there's things that make us different, but there's also still like struggles that make us all the same. The cool thing about being in California, though, is just like, you know, it's like you said, like, there it was a lot more um, accepting if you were like, you know, I mean, <sighs> like it was still it was still kind of getting to the point where like you know if like if you were rapping you were automatically Eminem you were automatically Slim Shady or something else like that like you know you were automatically the wannabe because it was just like I think around that same time period it was the Eminem show that was like really popping you know Mm -hmm. um and like As things moved on, like, and I progressed through my 20s, like that's when I started getting a lot deeper with my music and I started um, just being a lot more poetic and, you know, just being a lot more artsy, I guess you want to say, because it was just, it's a funny story because like, I had like gone back and forth from New Jersey and California uh, a couple different times, just trying to figure out life and on my last trip out there, I was like, okay, I'm going back. I'm finishing school. That's it, right? <laughs> and um, I heard from one of my friends or some somehow some way that there was going to be a signing um, for uh, the Jedi Mind Tricks. Like they were at this sci fence store over in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. So I went over to Hollywood and I met Vinnie Paz. And, um, you know, he was super cool. and pr- Yeah, it was my friend Glenn, now that I remember it. Um, I met him and I also met this one dude outside. He was, he was parked outside. He had a Mercedes, right? And being me and him, we get to start talking. We start, we figure out we're both rappers. Boom, instant friendship, right? And that's when, um, you know, I think it was a couple weeks later, he was just like, yo, Jersey, because that's what everyone called me out there. They were like, yo, um, I want you to come see me do spoken word poetry. And I had never really seen spoken word poetry unless it was like Deaf Poetry Jam. So. Yeah. I went over to this place called the Greenway court theater and I watched all these people do spoken word poetry. And it was like nothing I've ever seen before in my life. It was, there was just like a lot of like really original, breathtaking performances, like all real life stuff, like from the heart and with such skillful lyricism that it was just like, dude, this is my new place. Right. And, uh, I was like, you know, I was just like, man, I wish I knew about this place before, you know? And, that was when i started kind of using that place as kind of a as a gauge as to whether i was going to keep a song or not and if i go on stage and i did this i would do my one of my songs in spoken word poetry form and if the crowd went nuts for it i'm like okay i guess i'm recording that whereas like if the crowd was like yeah that was cool i'll be like maybe not you know So it was like kind of a trial and error type thing but there was nothing really like that because like if you had like a piece that was like super powerful where it was just like you had the audience like this and it got to the point where like you could hear a pin drop in the theater it's just like this is where my writing needs to be because I'm killing it in here imagine what I can do in a song.
1: How much of it changed from the spoken word poetry to when you recorded like flow wise and everything else.
2: Um, I want, like, not much at all, honestly, because, like, I think that, because I wrote everything in song form before I went and did the spoken word poetry, so you could tell that everything that I was doing was rhyming, everything was, like, you know, ending on a beat, there was always, like, that snare where you knew where the end rhyme was, but what I was writing about, like, had people going, you're writing about this? That's crazy, you know what I mean? So, like... A lot of times, like I would walk out of the Greenway Court Theater and they'd be like, where is your SoundCloud or like where, where is your SoundClick or where is your music? You know what I mean? Because this sounds like music, what you're doing. I'm like, it is. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, you know, that's kind of, um, that's, that's where like a lot of my influence comes from. Like if you listen to my music, like a lot of my stuff is like super, like I go deep and I don't care. You know, and like, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty honest with, you know, whatever I'm putting down on the pen, on the pad. And like, that's kind of the way I've always been since that experience since my mid twenties.
0: Now, one more question to to Brian or Eric. Uh, How did you, you said you grew up with rock Eddie Vedder and all them. Like when did you veer and what artist was it that you heard that made you veer into writing hip hop?
2: that's a really good question
0: i mean whatever
2: i think i mean i think that like you know i mean evan eminem would be an obvious like kind of example like because i didn't really have anything to follow like really before then and the funny thing is like it's not like he was really that big of an influence either you know what i mean but like the same time that I was watching, like, you know, all those different rock bands, like, I was also watching TV raps, and I was watching mm. Dr. Dre and Snoop, nothing but a G thing, you know, stuff like that, and also, like, I was a huge fan of DMX and Busta Rhymes, right. um, and, you know, When Disaster Strikes and Dark and Hell is Hot, like, were two of my favorite albums growing up, and that was before, like, I even was, like, that into Eminem. You know. So like I wanna say like if there was anything that really veered me off into writing hip hop it would be my Uncle Jerry. Um I have a like I have a multiracial family or biracial, whichever you wanna say it. Um and like he knew that I was writing rhymes and he was like, you know, you got kind of a talent there, like definitely develop that. And um thanks to him it was like mostly thanks to him that like i became like so involved in hip-hop like he was like basically my driving force behind that and when you get better um and that reflects and people tell you that and you get that good feedback and wants you to keep on you know getting more of that one thing that i that like i like to do a lot (laughs) it's kind of corny like when i look back on it now but my friend luke before he passed away he was on this one um website um where he would put his music up and like you know when you take a song and you put it out into the internet you're not just playing it for your friends you're playing it for people that have never heard anything that you've done before and they have no problem like smashing your song to bits and telling you how much it sucks or whatever (laughs) you know because like that was like the first form of social media like hip-hop forums you know, like now you have like world stars, someone puts on a video and then like, you just want to look, you look into the comment section and everyone is like tearing it down, saying it like it sucks because like everyone <laughs> hates everything. <laughs> but, um, you know, like that, that was like one of the main things that I did. So like one, th- like I really liked putting my songs up there. And if there, was, if I was getting good feedback from people who didn't know me and did not give a shit about me, right. That means that I'm being an effective writer at that point. You know, obviously I'm not going to be the person who like, you know, everybody likes, you know what I mean? There's going to be some people that are like, you know, this ain't gangster, nah. who's, what is he talking about? You know what I mean, he's rapping about subatomic particles. Like I don't feel this <laughs> shit, right? And I'm not going to feel any type of way about that. You know, I mean, some like, you know, there's going to be some music for some people and other music for other people. It doesn't mean that I suck. It just means that it's not your type, right? Yes. So, like, you know, these are things that you just learn along the way. Yeah. You know.
0: Yeah. Right. Uh, Brian, I'll pass it to you.
3: Did you did now when you came back to New Jersey? Did you keep going to like the spoken word type things to continue practicing songs?
2: Nah. I may I maybe went to like one spoken a word thing in like this one coffee shop and I think it was called Van Gogh's Ear or something. Okay. And I went there and I did it and the the it. vibe just was not. The vibe was just not the same. The crowd was not the same. The venue was not the same. Like, I didn't have the same kind of following that I did. And I was like, you know what? I am I left my
3: kingdom in California,
2: and I'm not going to try and rebuild it here. Like, I'm just going to focus
3: on <laughs> yeah, I was gonna what say, I'm doing now. It, you know? it, it's a lot harder getting up in front of uh, pieces of shit from New Jersey. <laughs> Ooh, <yeah. laughs> He's right, though. <laughs> true. I, look. No comment. <laughs> you know what? Look. I do. I, I'll do. I do stand up comedy, and I'll go. I mean, I haven't been to open mic in a while, but I mean, it's so hard to please people from New Jersey and New York, pretty much. It's just we're so critical of every single thing. But look, you could walk up on a stage, and somebody could be like, "I don't like the way he does his fucking hair. Fuck this guy."
0: Yeah, I, I would do that. That's me. <laughs> and that's how you I mean,
3: you mean. haven't said anything. You've yeah. done anything. You're yeah. right? you walked up. I don't like his fucking walk. This yeah. fucking guy. Yeah, right?
0: There's not. Did fun. that? Did that asshole just call it a right. tail of ham sandwich? Get him the <laughs> fuck out of here! Yeah. I would. I would look at you right, because Someone will come up and be like, "How's everyone doing?" It. I'd be like, "Just get on with they fuck this guy." <laughs> 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 I'm
3: just nice already. like nice people in New Jersey.
0: So, I understand what you're saying with the internet, though. Throwing things out there. There was a photo probably like 12 years ago where i was like in someone's photo online it was like a facebook photo and like the photo was so bad of me and <laughs> it got like blurred where like <laughs> my face was stretched i swear to god someone commented and goes what is that <laughs> <laughs> and I just looked, I was dying laughing at the same time, it hurt me so bad. Yeah, time. it was like, oh, I was, a- how, lo- how long was I a mutant, and why didn't anyone tell me? So why didn't, so it's either I just ignored or commented, yeah. I'm really not that bad looking. <laughs> look, look at this pick. I'm hot. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? <laughs> <laughs> what is
2: that? <laughs> what is
0: that? <laughs> <laughs> Eric, go on, man, if you got
2: yeah like so your type of music um i mean a lot of people that we've spoken to they try to find their own lane and it's difficult right because some people like you said they want to put you in a box and
1: uh you know you just keep going with what you want to do have you ever tried like have you ever stopped and thought all right maybe i shouldn't do what i'm doing and gone back have you ever kind of gone back digressed to what the box was if that makes sense like have no. you
2: always just gone not bit the mold <laughs> yeah no i mean (laughs) like like the thing the thing is is just like i'll write whatever i feel right and i kind of like doing that you know and that's why like you know if you go up and down my soundcloud you'll hear like various different things you'll hear like something that's, that's where there's no rap whatsoever and it's just alternative rock or like you know something that you something that's something like a love ballad that you would hear like on Z100 and then like you know you could you could go down the list a little bit you hear a song like Fireflies and it's just like dude I could chill and like drink a beer and kick it with my friends while this is playing you know what I mean like so like for me it's not necessarily so much as like I don't consciously avoid or go towards any genre i do what the instrumental tells me to do <laughs> And that's the kind that would like i'll get like a perfect example when i was in when i was in college and i was younger and i was just like really like concentrating on being as lyrically driven as i possibly could i was always like always writing even if i didn't have a beat in mind at all it was just like write, right 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 i'd be in class just writing punchlines, right just because i could and like as i got like through my mid-20s like it was just like you know what i want something with a direction i want to change like my new objective at that point kind of came like okay i know that i can write i know that i can have presence on a track but how can i affect you you know what i mean like how like i want to make songs where someone could be feeling one way and then they hear my song and it completely changes what they're thinking about for the rest of the day you know what i mean like Oh wow like you know that's a new w- that's a new perspective you know what i mean i like, would never really thought about life like that or it's just like oh someone knows how i feel right, right. like i want to write like it's it's hard for me to like write a normal song like it's, it's like my my family members a lot of times are like oh dude like you know you're super deep and everything and that's cool but like why don't you write a happy song And it's just like the world's mm-hmm. not happy i mean like that doesn't happen like automatically that's not like a f- light switch that you just flick on and, you know, a lot of what I've experienced in life has been tumultuous. So I'm gonna write about that, right? And hopefully, like, you know, as I do that, there's, other, there's gonna be other listeners out there that, like, you know, will listen to it and be like, I've been through that. Or that, like, you know, yeah. you know that resonates with me, something oh, like that, you know what I mean? Have- and at that point, I feel I've done my job. <clears throat>
0: I want to ask you, and I, just because like we have we've had a discussion for you know a good 15, 20 minutes, and I feel like you won't be offended by this. Um, you say like you go deep and mm-hmm. stuff, and. I know you mentioned your friend Luke. Um, I don't, I don't, you don't have to touch on this. We can edit this out if you want. You mentioned he passed. I don't know the mm. circumstances of it, if you want to get into that. But is that why you, you get emotional more with like deeper lyrics and stuff? Does that have something to do with it? Like you find like you vent that stuff with people who are close to you that might have passed and things like that.
2: It's not, well, I mean, the thing is, like, you know, when someone passes, like, you know, I mean, like, I wrote about, I wrote a song for him, like, back in my, like, early 20s, you know what I mean? It was, like, maybe a year or two after he passed, after I had, like, processed things. Because, like, when you're young and you're growing up and you're still kind of, like, just trying to figure out where you are because, like, you know, you could grow up spiritual and then not believe it later, you know what I mean, and vice versa. You could grow up not spirit, like, you know, uh, like, you know, spirit, you know what I mean? But basically, um, you know, it for me is not it's like when when someone passes away in your life it's like that story is just it's kind of over and you kind of accept it for what it was and you take that lesson but no one i don't think that that like you know death really hurts you as much as betrayal or something like that from people who are still living and like have Mm. Like, no problem doing that to people. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) And just are able to go on still living their life. Like, you know, you you could have a bad situation, like, you could have a good or bad situation with somebody and they could be passed, they could pass away and you could just, okay, here's the moral of this story and like how, what what I'm gonna take from this for the rest of my interactions in life. But like, you know, if somebody mistreats you or like somebody like hurts you in some way and they're still alive and they're still able to like kind of like do whatever it is they do. And you're like, damn, really? You know what I mean? Like, there's stuff like that in the world. You know, like that's. I feel like that affected me more. You know what I mean? And like, it's it's not really that you know that much of a mystery. Like, if like again, I like I hate to keep on going back to the same thing, but if you if you go into my playlist and you like you listen to my songs, you can hear like there's various different situations. There's situations where And this is just part of being a human being you have situations where you might have hurt people and you feel bad about it afterwards someone hurts you and you're sad about it someone hurts you and you're you're angry about it and um you know there's there's various different ways like when we move through this existence it's we're we're in a pool you know i mean we create whip like these 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 ripples you know i mean in this pool and we affect other people right and it's really kind of up to us as to whether we're going to affect other people in a positive or negative way and you find that like you know you have these reactions to others sometimes you're going to be the good guy sometimes you're going to be the bad guy it's like no one is 100 good and no one is 100 bad and that's kind of like it kind of goes back to the meaning of the peace paradox and what that is is it's essentially a metaphor for life. You're, you know, it's kind of like you know when Biggie said Biggie said this like back in one of his music videos. The more money make, the more money you make, the more problems that you get. The more that you try to attain peace, the harder you have to fight in order to do it, right? Mm-hmm. Because this life is about struggling. It's about pain. It's about getting through that pain, learning the lessons from it, and trying to just get through it, right? The most ideal, you know, path through it is to try and be as much of a benevolent person as you can, and hopefully you can be remembered for that. But not everybody has that mind state. Some people be like, hey, man, I live once. I'll do whatever I want. and Fuck how anybody feels about it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So. You can be one of those people. You can meet those people. Either way, we all have different personalities. We interact with people in different ways. We're not always the good guy or the bad guy, and that's just what
3: life is.
0: That's very fucking. That was, humbling, that was extremely yeah. well put. Yeah. 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 No, I'm always
3: the good guy,
1: though. I'm 100. You're dude. never the good guy.
0: No, but yeah, you ever think about motivational speaking? This. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah
2: oh, um no uh, as oh, a no. matter of fact no no the funny the funny thing is like um uh like i was actually part of a law firm um and um there like one of the things that one the, there was a guy who led the law firm who, and he's an absolute genius um and part of like his assignments to his lawyers um was to like you know you need to watch this motivational speaker stuff and it was tony robbins and whatnot And, like, you know, he had some good points and stuff like that, but, like, you know, to me, it just kind of felt kind of cultish. (laughs) You know what I mean? So, like... I don't know. Like, you know, if maybe if if in the event that like I somehow ever s- decide to stop making music and, and I s- decide to like, you know, start recording my whimsical views on life or whatever, like, you know, maybe that will be something I get into. But right now, like as long as I can, I have my youth left or what little of it. You know what I, mean? <laughs> yeah. I, I want to create music and, uh, you know, help people out.
1: Have you ever thought about like actually like starting to like perform with like how you weren't able to perform with like a band? Are you like looking to kind of like bring that back into your music? And
0: just bought a There's been a couple songs for a singer.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I can supply vocals. Um I'm a tenor too. But um like the thing is um like I've done songs where people would go like, it'd be really cool if there was some electric guitar here. Like like this would be an awesome place for a guitar solo, you know? So like, it's just, it kind of like, it frustrates me because I'll be like, oh man, I wish I could play that. Like if I could just like go to Guitar Center, immediately develop the skill, come back home, plug it into my interface, you know what I mean? And put it in there, mm-hmm. then I would, right? But like, I've only been strictly a vocalist. Like, I've Like whenever I've tried to play an instrument and sing at the same time, like my dyslexia would kick in and be like, no, you're not. Mm-hmm you're not doing that today. Nope. (laughs) You know, so eventually, like, I just, I just decided to quit the attempt and just stayed with writing and being a vocalist. And so far it's served me pretty well.
0: Cool. Mm. Brian, Eric.
3: I'm still caught up on all the things.
0: (laughs) 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 I have a question. Um, It's been, it's
2: look, I mean, that's, that's stuff that just happens over time, man. And like, when you come to the, when you come to the realization of all that stuff and it's just like, wow, that's like life, (laughs) right? Right. Like like you'll, you'll trip out about it. For me, it was like a lot, a lot of that was um, from this year. A lot of this, like, this is all like, it's something that you realize over time, but like the thing is we've been in COVID, right? We've been in isolation and we've all had our, our own respective struggles through that. And for me, it was like. I've had a whole year of just, like, self-reflection. Like, I fucked up here, 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 here. Somebody else fucked up here, here, and there, and there. I'm not going to go through life holding grudges or anything else like that, but I know what I've learned, and I know that I need to do better. You know what I mean? And, like, that's, that's the kind of, like, that's the conclusion
1: that I came to, you know? And it's an opportunity that you probably wouldn't go get in any other part of your life, either. Like... You'd have it at any time, though.
2: No, it could happen at any time, but I think it was just, like, just the isolation. Like, Mm -hmm. for me, like, I had, like, it was a really, really rough couple first months for me um, in the beginning of the year because I got laid off for a month. And, you know, it was just after, like, me having a huge falling out with somebody that I cared about. Mm -hmm. And, like, I was just in my house for a month, like, just in it. Like you, you can't escape it, you know? And I was just, I was not doing well at all. And then like, you know, I got called back into work and there was no more court at that point. And I'm a lawyer, you know what I mean? Like if I don't go to court, it's like, I'm not, I don't feel like I'm doing my job. I don't feel like what I'm doing is fulfilling. And then like the months keep on going on. You're like, when is that going to come back? And you realize it's not coming back because COVID is just here and we don't know when it's going to go away. So when life becomes that repetitive, you know what I mean you're just eventually you just get stuck in your own head because like you know of all the images that you see on a daily basis are the same and that affects you because you're just you're so busy trying to get away from your day-to-day environment that is so static that you go in here and if this is a bad place you're going to find out you know
1: <laughs> yeah this is a scary, scary, scary I love, day. I love
0: talking to lawyers because I know eventually I will need one. So it's good <laughs> that I keep in contact with you guys. Um, and well, if you you're ever far- and fall at
2: work, holler at your boy.
0: <laughs> you know, you don't live that far away, uh <laughs> guys, so it's not bad. Uh, do you ever yeah. get compared to people? Because obviously we were, I always write down names and comparisons and – like I, I don't give the same ones. Like, oh, you sound like so and so. I want to know before I give my <laughs> comparison. Do you ever get compared to people who you just can't stand? Because if they're on my list, I won't say it.
2: Not to pe- not to people I can't stand, but to maybe to one artist I'm not familiar with, and okay. I kind of feel bad about it. I get compared to Guru from Gangstar. Um and I've yeah, never listened to any of his music.
0: Yeah, I'm not familiar with him. You
2: know what I mean?
0: What about rock, um, Rockwise. The main.
2: Um, funny story. Um, Aaron Lewis from Stained. Okay. Um, I, get I that didn't have that,
0: but I, for, I can see it. All right. For when I
2: sing. um, um if you want to still go, consider Rockwise. Mike Shinoda, definitely. Um, and he's been a huge influence on me and the way that I write and the way that I deliver. Um, so wait, wait, I always Mike have to say, Shinoda, like those...
0: Mike, Mike Shinoda is who? Is Linkin he... Park. The, is rapper, he the rapper from Linkin Park. Four
1: by... Oh, what that, Scott? wow. Well, yeah,
0: that's why I said it, Yeah. So, yeah. but first of all, I, can, I said Lincoln Park, and Dan goes, "He doesn't sound anything like him. He sounds like Fort Minor." You can't say nothing like a band and then say someone in the <laughs> band, Dan. Yeah, it's a
1: totally <laughs> different sound, you fool. Yeah, why do you think he did that? Because it doesn't sound anything like it. Because Chester's dead. There's nothing else to do. He wasn't dead at the time. <laughs> <laughs> bad. Don't get band Dan upset. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's like dad's wife is probably like, why are you yelling right now? Shitless,
1: <laughs> <yes>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know. Am I right, guys? You can't say he sounds nothing like the band, then say he sounds like someone that's part of the band.
3: That yeah. sounds like something a Shapiro would say.
0: Yeah, definitely a Shapiro move. Sorry about that. Sorry about that piece. Yeah, we, you know, we got Peace Paradox here. We got a little. Me and Dan butt heads sometimes. He doesn't like my views. He thinks I get too angry, but it is what it is. Um, Yeah, I went with. I actually said Linkin Park. I actually said him, too, which Dan bashed me for, which is like a Christian band from Sweden, I believe. Uh, Anyway. But, uh, really? Really? Yeah, a little bit. Because I've heard of
2: them, and I've never listened to them.
0: Yeah, I got, like, a little Wings of a Butterfly, if you listen to that song, a little bit in some of your music.
2: Wow, I've got to uh, check that out.
0: Yeah, you'll probably I, see I, it because i never I've seen my shit again. <laughs> it's from, like, no, CKY. Like, is... I've, seen, yeah.
2: I've seen, like, posters of that dude or whatever, like, a little yeah. promos and stuff like that over years, and, like, I've never actually checked it out.
0: Uh, w- one more thing, a couple more things, uh, just one more for me, just then I'll pass around again. Cause I hate feeling like a Haga, but like, I just get like, so into these sometimes that like, I, dude, I, I can, really, like, I, I feel-
2: can do these, I can do this for, for the, like the next five hours. I don't care.
0: Okay. I have to go to <laughs> you know work me? though. <laughs> 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 I can't do that. No, but, um, no, this is really cool. Um, all right. Well, you said that like you got to a certain age where you kind of like had a reflection and I feel like we're all getting there at our age. Um like i'm in, i'm in my 30s now you're in your 30s we all are and when mm-hmm. you're younger you're like a, there's a bitterness about you and uh, this is just me personally uh, from my experience you hear okay. other rappers you think you're better than artists you're better and you get so mad and you're just like man like why why why, why are these people making it and not me and then like there was a quote the other day on a uh, facebook i want to give vinny d some credit he said like he posted it it was like Stop paying attention to your other people's plates because your food will get cold, which was a really cool thing, I thought. Yeah. So, like, mm. when did you – and that's the realization I got to the older I get. Like, I used to get so upset at what other people were doing. Man, like, how come that's not me? How come, and it's like, you know what? Just shut up and do you. So, like, did you get to a point in that where you just let a lot of bitterness go and just focus on yourself? Or am I just, like, being a fucking weirdo and that's only me?
2: I'm not going to say I'm – I'm, I'm not going to – that is what we call in Logic a false dichotomy. Um, I don't know what that is. Right. Well, it's basically you're giving me two choices, but there's, but there's other choices that are available. Yeah, no, right? there's only two you're, choices. You're, <laughs> right. No, you're not being a weirdo. And, like, the thing is, like, it, as far as that is concerned, like, there's, there's times where I'm going to feel ridiculous, you know, mm-hmm. because, like, I'll write a song – right that is like really really in-depth right and i'll be like yo like you know that's gonna that's that's crazy like i wrote this one song called find a way right and that was like one of the most honest songs that i've ever written because like you know i talk about like you know what happened with my family and how hard it was like you know growing up and like you know, wondering what kind of person I would be if I had a nuclear family and stuff like that. And I'm just like, wow, that was deep. And then like, you know, I have I have this really intricate flow and I bring these bars in, and then I go into this huge falsetto during the chorus. And like I just make this really artful music. And I'm just like, oh man, that was dope. I really felt good about that. That was a that was like a new monumental Thing that I've done, and then like I'll take a break, go upstairs, take a shot of vodka, turn on Facebook, and little Pump's like, "Everybody want to be like me, everybody want to be like me," and I'll be like, "I'm gonna go upstairs and shoot myself." Actually, no, no, it's like, right? So the thing is, like, you have to. I hate like you know. I know that I'm long winded and everything, but I can. I want to frame it like this. Um you all, like musically i think that er- there's a point in everybody's life where like you know you kind of you, you make the realization that it's not for you anymore mm. you know what i mean like when like when you were growing up you know what i mean and especially like during your teenage years and maybe also your early 20s like you heard music in a very different way because you were experiencing life you were very in touch with your emotions and different things like that so you know i mean that you felt if 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 a song was like really really hit you you were like wow this is for me right but you know you get to a point where like you know you get a little bit older and and like you know you listen to the stuff that comes out and you're not feeling it and you're like this is not for me anymore like this is for a different generation like it's not like my time is kind of like over right? right so like I don't think there's anything that's going to stop me from being salty that Lil Pump has like $8 million and I don't. Mm -hmm. There's nothing that's going to stop me from being salty about that. Um, But it's not, you know, like some, like good for him that he got it.
0: Right. You know what I mean? Yeah.
2: (laughs) It is what it is.
0: I never knock the artist. You know, it is what it is. If the money's out there to make, the money's out there to make.
3: But he put it perfectly because it's exactly what it is. Like right. those people that you're going to hear are the ones that are marketing to the younger generations. Right. Like they don't give a fuck about us anymore. They don't care. We're not spending the money on any one of those. Yeah. People. So it's like, they're obviously going to go after like when we were 13, 14 years old, listening to Eminem, like you don't think that that was purposely driven towards us and that we would, kind of adapt to that oh yeah we want to we're yeah we want to buy that you know
2: yeah same thing with Lincoln with Lincoln Park and I I say this with like a like a joke even though like I I respect the band so much like Mm -hmm. and they were such a huge part of my life but if you think about it from a marketing perspective who was into Lincoln Park when they first came out teenagers and how easy is it to depress a teenager it's like shooting fish in a barrel (laughs) right automatic money
0: That was one of the best albums of all time to this day. Hybrid theory. Literally, hybrid
3: theory, absolutely.
2: One of the best yeah. albums
0: of all time. You can listen to that one through twelve. Yeah, there's only twelve songs on there. Dan, I know that. Started with paper cut. In your face.
3: What did it end with?
0: Run Out. away. Run away. No. <laughs> I want to run away. Wasn't now, it the DJ sky. song? Go look it up right now. Let's look it up. It ended with Run Away. No, it didn't. Tipping bags and Angry Voices Under a Sky of Dust. No, that was not the wrong. last song in Hybrid I might theory. be wrong.
2: That was, oh, no. I'm, I'm not going oh, to give it away. Oh, I'm not going to give it away, but that was mad. Oh, no, what was it? What,
0: what was it? That was, was not the
2: last song on Hybrid Theory. What
0: was it? What was
2: it? Pushing <laughs> Me Away. Pushing Me Away. Oh, run Away. Number six, Scott. I tried. You're not a fan.
0: You're right. No, I do know that song. That's a great. Wait, did I mix up the verses with the hook? I might have. It really. The verses with the. hook. really Just It really.
2: It's really so fitting that like my that my that my podcast gets hijacked by Lincoln Park. That's <laughs> 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 a
1: <yeah. laughs> no,
2: I'm like, Oh ah, god! Damn you, Mike Shinoda. <laughs> no,
0: whatever. All right, I admit when I'm wrong. I'm a man. I'm a man of like character. I'll admit when I'm wrong. I love the album. I got the track list messed up. Sorry about that. Jesus, Dan, don't kill me.
3: You didn't have the album. It's okay.
2: I,
0: I have the album now. I'll post it tonight. It's got a bunch of scratches on it, though. But You're
2: posting my music tonight. I'm putting my foot down. <laughs>
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, hey we interviewed Peace Paradox check out this Lincoln Park yeah. <laughs> yeah right this, 20, yeah, this is going to be the Lincoln Park sections. 20
1: years yeah, 20, <laughs> 20 year anniversary but anyway that's fucking fun uh, uh,
0: Peace um, alright uh, if, if anyone does have any questions tell us where we could uh, catch your music and upcoming stuff then we're going to do a final segment we normally do called Gun to Your Head so um, let us know man where can Sweet. we catch your shit
2: right now uh my my music is only on soundcloud but i plan to be branching out pretty soon um, so if you go on soundcloud.com and you type in the peace paradox you will find my page the peace paradox easy to do can't miss it
0: right or even google
2: in? it if you type in the peace paradox you should find it too uh the peace par- that is the peace paradox band altogether
0: Uh, yeah and i've seen i've checked your music out it's really cool it's like you said you could you could listen to just chilling in the backyard or if you want to you know you know get some emotions in you it's really all over the place which is a good thing i mean that in the nicest way and um I, i've seen your instagram we're friends you have a what you're well dressed good looking dude in a nice uh jacket makes me kind of jealous but it is what it is because i get I comments that. of what is that and you get a hundred likes in a nice <laughs> outfit <laughs>
2: so. is that a human <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's not real. <laughs> just, just so, Is that so, mutant right.
3: listening to hybrid theory? Yeah.
0: <laughs> what would you have done? Would you have? Would you guys have replied to that, or just like like, "Ooh, let it go." Like honestly, that's that's depressing. But you know. I don't let
2: it go. <laughs> i would i would i would legit just went on with my day
1: yeah i'm gonna <laughs> internalize this for the next 25 years
3: <laughs>
2: right? it's me. i'm like i'm like if i concentrate on this this is gonna haunt me so i'm just gonna you know, yeah. i just reported to facebook let me just do it. you have to do something that makes you feel cleaner like do laundry or clean your yeah. you have to do something cleansing like go shower like yeah and cry, right. and cry in the shower
0: <laughs> No this is yeah. a, this is our grand finale piece And everyone loves this So here's what we do It's going to your head It's All a right. would you rather But it's a little more creative We don't just do a uh, lemon or okay. lime uh, I don't know fucking pretzels or chips We kind of do a wordplay Because we started out as a hip hop podcast So we like to do like a little wordplay involved So um, we ask two questions each You got to answer them And you pick a winner at the end now we keep kind of a tally. This is very competitive. I've been cheated out of dozen of these. So
1: now you've been cheating your way into winnings. So. Yeah, he's yeah. cheated on hundreds. So I'm yeah.
2: I'm, or, I'm already lost. So pick someone else first.
0: No, 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 no. No, we ask you the questions only. You get all the oh, questions. Oh, you get to pick, okay. and you get to pick who's you're the best guest. one of all. Yeah, you're the guest, so all you right. have to answer all the questions. Yeah.
2: All, right, all right, no so pressure. No pressure. All right, over, I got Hey,
0: this. hey, it's 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 really tough. You got to pick a winner at the end. And just because I know Eric doesn't have any, and he writes them down during the show, I'm going <laughs> to yeah. go to him first. All right.
2: Okay. Would you rather never listen to your favorite album, Jar of Flies, or always have to carry around a jar of flies? <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> ne- well, if I never had to listen to the album again and I could, like, issue the Jar of Flies, because that would just be weird in public. Yeah. It's sorry. You know, I-, I guess I guess uh, that album would have to uh, die with Mr. Staley. Okay. All right. Would you rather never perform as Peace Paradox again or get beat up by <laughs> and kicked by someone wearing a pair of Crocs?
3: <laughs> give, him, give him the award. No, we, we got six
0: questions. We got, That's no, good he got
3: my vote. That's a, good no, that a
0: vote. <laughs> this isn't a democracy.
3: <laughs> I don't know. Like I, the I new Puerto Scott. I would,
2: I would change the group name because I think if, if someone actually whoops on you in a pair of Crocs, you'll never be able to live that down. <laughs> yeah. that's, like that, that's, like that, that's like that recent uh, Twisted Tee video. Like, yeah. That's yeah. All, like, like, that's all that guy's ever going to be known for in life is the guy who got smacked with a Twisted yeah. T. right? Yeah. And I don't want to be forever known as the guy who got world starred by a dude with Crocs <laughs> on. So okay. I'll change my band name. That's fine.
0: Right, I'll, go next. Yeah. I'll go next just because that'll be tough to follow. And everyone thinks I like to go last so they're fresh in the head of the guest. All right. So I took this from the Simpsons Tide episode just so they're not getting credit.
3: Hey, listen, you can't give references before your question.
0: Would you okay.
2: Rather, I haven't watched television most fine. of my life and this is not going
3: to go well.
0: Well, it's fair enough. <laughs> Brian just seems Brian seems to make rules as the fucking episode goes on. So all right. Would because you rather, I'm
3: the star of this game.
0: All right. You could have world peace, but okay. it would mean that you have to eat peas for the rest of your life.
3: Nobody smile at all.
0: He's thinking. He's an intellectual thinking.
3: I'm allergic
1: to peas. <laughs> I,
2: I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go um, with not having world peace because <laughs> I'm pretty sure that on just on a diet of peas, you would die.
0: Nice.
2: Um, Selfish yeah.
0: move there. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Oh, shit. fuck the world I'm not eating peas for the rest of my life you know how much the rest of your life is gonna be if you would just eat peas like a month that's the rest of your life cause you're gonna be dead at the end of it you'll be dead in 30 days alright <laughs> just eating peas that's crazy talk
0: alright I'm not year... even sure if that's scientifically correct you could be dead in a week keep going we could keep laughing at this one this is a great question alright would you rather for a year, Peace?
2: Oh, giving himself props.
0: <laughs> <laughs> would you rather eat and day, a day get so bad? For a, for a year, would you rather only eat subway or take the subway everywhere you go?
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. You didn't have any other ones.
0: That's a tough one.
3: <laughs> That's a really good question to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It would be in a
0: it
2: would be a far more appropriate question if I lived in New York.
0: It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You got know your audience, out. Scott. You're in Jersey. You got to take a subway everywhere. Even if you go down the road, you got to get in the Where's subway. Where's the fucking subway
1: in Colonia? <laughs> Who cares? It'll, it'll never be pay taxes or always take a taxi. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it'll show up. That's I, that's the point. All
2: right, all right. I think that I would have to eat subway for a year because there's no subways that are easily accessible around me.
0: So you choose subway, but you won't eat peas to save the world. Got
2: you. <laughs> Yeah, but the, why you have, the subway? Like, you can get protein <sighs> in your
0: you can get
1: protein in your sandwich, bitch. Thank you, oh, <laughs> thank
2: God.
0: you. We, we can Paris. survive on that. <laughs> All right, Dan,
1: we'll go to you. All right, I went the paradox route right, with <laughs> this one. So live your life as Schrodinger's cat or Skinner's rat.
3: Oh God, um, man, that's not funny.
2: Four, I, would I, would Ooh,
1: okay.
2: I, I would go with Schrodinger's Cat. Ooh, Okay,
1: 50-50. I would go with Schrodinger's Cat. He goes 50-50. Because,
2: okay. I, because... No, I would go with Schrodinger's Cat. The reason why is like I could just frustrate people with that for the rest of my life. Mm.
1: All right. All right. Um, because
2: no one understands it.
1: Okay. okay, be critiqued by Edgar Allan Poe or write a song with Sheryl Crow?
0: Please pick what I want you to pick here. <laughs> I read a song with Charles Crowe. Oh, <clears throat> yes! Fucking the Scott. Worst artist ever. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what do I care what everyone He's Dead. You know what I
0: mean?
3: You're dead as shit
2: and you ain't got bars like
0: me. Uh, go ahead, Brian. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Would you rather give oh, the worst? Oh, the Raven.
0: <laughs>
3: Who cares? <laughs> <laughs>
0: I don't accept a growling post slander.
3: <laughs> I don't. How dare you?
0: Go on, man. <laughs> right.
2: Your posthumous criticism is not valid here. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Would you rather give the worst stocking stuffer gifts or be stuffed in a stocking? <laughs>
1: That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Both are funny. <laughs> uh, I'm rocking with... <laughs> you stuffed in the worst stocking, <laughs> <word> stocking stuff are <laughs> gifts because the thing is if you get stuffed in a stocking, you could also get world starred for that.
1: So... <laughs> like Someone
2: like get... will get a picture of that and you'll never let it... you'll never live it down.
1: There's an
0: like like underlying get... fear right there. It's not like you're getting put in a stocking. Like you're being slowly stuffed in one. <clears throat>
1: No, hard. no 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 no
0: no! <laughs>
1: <laughs> Wait, what are you
0: doing? To me? Last one, Bry.
3: Okay. <clears throat> when you get older, would you rather be described as a spring chicken or get shot with springs by a chicken? <laughs> <laughs> just the visual of that made me happy. This
0: chicken have <and> a gun. <laughs>
3: the spring <laughs> that that is that is a chicken
2: that is probably like you know he's seen the oppression of his people and he's um, done. over he's the done. over he's thousands done. of years and just wanted some form of retribution unfortunately the only ammunition he could find was springs,
1: springs however yeah. he wants to cluck shit
2: up <laughs> yeah How, however <laughs> however um i would validate him and allow him to shoot me with the springs
0: Oh, nice! This all what, right, this
2: is what's gonna happen. It's gonna be boing, boing, boing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like try again.
0: Gets, <laughs> both get through. Two All right. Blinded. <laughs> all, yeah. right. all right. So, what's your favorite question? Who's the winner here?
2: I get. Um, it to I would. Para- <laughs> yeah, a pair of Crocs took it. Yes. Go. Good job, Eric.
0: Right. Thanks, guys. <laughs> all that. All that. You know proves- I really,
3: I really consider that a team win. And mean, not true, exacts like this. Not true, exacts like this. Episode's not airing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, all this proves is that this is an equal-opportunist show, and everyone can get a victory. You know, even Eric. And you know, sometimes <laughs> you, know, you,
3: you could easily, you could easily just right now be like, yeah, I won. Gun to your head. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: would never do that.
3: Everyone's mouths are moving. You're the best, Scott. <laughs>
0: <laughs> then I just yeah. Then I just add like a piece. I'm just gonna add like a Linkin Park like like little logo on the side. <laughs> Chester Bennington's, coach <post laughs> joined us today. Yeah.
2: Uh, I, I wish mean, I had like if I get comparisons to him, that's hugely flattering because I have nowhere near his vocal range.
1: Yeah, that his
3: vocal cords of steel. Well,
1: no, no, he did so temple pilots after it, too, which is awesome. Did Dude, he?
3: he would shred. He was oh, the greatest. How do you even scream like that like and still make it like musical? It's so insane what he was able to do. Yeah, he, would, he would he was shred, he was he was so
2: he was so good. He was yeah, just he- the greatest, dude. Like I remember like um man, I know the, I know the show's supposed to end and shit no, I <laughs> like wrong, I remember like when when he passed away, I was just like inconsolable for a month. You know what I mean? Like, so I was, I was just like in my house on the weekends, you know what I mean? Just watching Linkin park videos and being emo shit <laughs> for me. Like I was, a, I was a Lincoln park fan from like 1998 onward. You know what I mean? So it was like, for me, like I, when you listen to someone for that long, like, and there's definitely, and like, you know, as far, it, would be, it would be the same thing for Mike Shinoda too. Like I have so much signed Mike Shinoda stuff in my house. You know what I mean? So it was like, well, you know, there's you like know. no new stuff coming out
1: anymore. Right. Yeah, like that's like the issue with like Chris Cornell right now is like his family's fighting for that new shit to come out too. Nobody, knows. Mm. nobody yeah, knows because there's is a ra- oh yeah I get it it's a fucking rap no it's not podcast yeah, sa-
0: Sound Garden yes yeah overrated oh my
1: fucking god <laughs> they were they were good <laughs> are you kidding me yeah
0: they weren't that
1: good they're you can you sing like that I'd love to hear <gasps> you sing so like much. that Scott. it
0: doesn't mean someone's good. Oh mean, really? Just
1: because you can sing really well doesn't mean yeah, you're good. It mean oh, that's a thing. fucking
0: song.
2: I don't know what? what this heresy is that I'm hearing right now. <laughs> this heresy, blasphemy, and just downright.
0: God. I was a big fan of him. I'm gonna be honest. Like, I, what do you want me to do? Like, I'm not gonna sit here and praise a band because somebody passed away. That sucks. Like, I feel bad for his family and him. It doesn't mean the band's good.
1: Like Audio Slave. Like, you never listen to any of this like stuff. You're just like Chris Cornell sucks.
0: I didn't say Chris Cornell sucked. I said Soundgarden wasn't that good. Oh, yeah, you gave the eyebrows there, Dan. Suddenly, the <laughs> it makes sense.
1: Eyebrow, Dan.
0: The reason peace piece like this turned into this, because honestly, like, I feel like you're one of us who could just bullshit about this stuff with us. So like, it's really yeah. cool, man. A really cool episode. Yeah. Really quick. Thanks yeah. for coming on. Really appreciate it. Hope you enjoyed it. I uh, hope you had a really good Yeah, time. no, I had a ball. All right, yeah. That's awesome, man. Uh, I would
2: definitely do it again.
0: Awesome, and we'll get you on again when you're releasing stuff. Just let
1: us know, text us, and uh, definitely we'll keep in touch. For sure.